This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. It's Golf DMV. It's Golf DMV, everybody. Claude L.B. Vern, I am properly adorned in my Love Life Cafe t-shirt. Look at that. We've got the little coffee mug there <laughs> on the top of the shirt with a little steam coming out of it. The Love Life Cafe, conveniently uh, located in Laurel, Maryland. Also, scheduled uh, with We Reveal Wealth, uh, with Re- Reveal Wealth, WeRevealWealth.com. Schedule a, a meeting with those guys. I want to get Manny straight. I'm going to lay out everything we have for Manny, all of his savings, all of his college stuff, all everything, all the insurances, and say, hey, what can we do to make sure that by the time he's 30, well, 20, really, that he can take care of us. Uh, and so, or he's going to be relying on our money and stop leeching off of us. Right. Uh, after, after, after he's not living with you in your, in your basement. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and of course, if you need to get your back right, Cache Spine Sports, go to uh, CacheSpineSports.com for more information. You'll hear more about those sponsors uh, later in the show. Oh, by the way, we are we are planning, we were texting earlier to do a live, a live show, a live recording at the Love Life Cafe where you get a chance to meet the brothers from uh, Reveal Wealth and you get a chance to meet uh, Dr. Smith uh, from Cache Spine Sports. So we'll get that all together. Oh, and you get to meet the owner of Love Life Cafe. We'll try to make sure Magdalena's there um, as well and that and that whole team. So I don't even know where to start. We've got, we've got um, of course, LB was at the ShopRite. Uh, uh, we got RBC Canadian Open with Roy winning that and immediately taking shots at Greg Norman. Thank you, Glenn, for the correction. I said he was taking shots at DJ. Glenn was like, that's actually a Greg Norman shot. So shout out to Glenn who is also a student of John Ross at Foss Road. We'll yeah. talk about lessons coming up because LB, despite not caring anymore about surprised his game. Surprised the hell out of me. I was despite pleasantly not surprised. not caring about his game, yeah. not keeping score anymore. I don't even want to play anymore. Don't you take me off some of these text messages. Had a lesson today <laughs> that he paid for. Um, and so we're going to ask him how his lesson went. Um, and then, of course, we got the live golf stuff. You know, I, I guess, and, and then also it's U.S. Open week. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, so yeah. here, here's, here's. I guess we'll let's we'll start with um, RBC and Live, kind of a PGA uh, mashup. Here, here's one. So, I think the PGA Tour, despite what I feel, Jay uh, uh, Monahan, you know, fumbling and 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 what was kind of a bad week into the weekend for them, couldn't have asked for a better Sunday than the possibility of Rory. JT or Tony Finau Tony. win it, yep. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's perfect. And then for Rory to win it, who's outspoken, who's always been outspoken about Liv, that takes a shot at Greg Norman. I mean, I <laughs> see, here's the thing. One of my, my favorite Kobe Bryant moment was when he won his championship, the, the fifth one, and someone said, how much does this, what does it mean to you? And he said, it means I have one more than Shaq. See, there's something about the vindictive <laughs> nature of it. It's something about the anger that's like my alter ego because I'm not that type of person, but I really want to be. And, and one <laughs> moment that I want in my life is to have a moment where I have one more than someone else. I don't know what that is. Um, and maybe I should start that beef. Maybe I got to talk to the Beltway golfer and see what his numbers is on the podcast and mediocre golf and, and, and then, and then taunt them and say, well, at least I got one more listener than they, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I, in my life, I want, I want a, I have one more than them moment the same way Kobe did. And then Roy uh, comes out and says, I got, it's my 21st. I mean, the thing that's so beautiful about it is how calculated it is. You know what I mean? Yes, he yes. knew it was his 21st. Mm-hmm. He knew Greg only had, he did Greg had 20. And so, and, and then to say it and, and listen, weekend it means that much more and it energized me a little bit it's like whoa rory just with you know guns are blazing so um they couldn't have asked for a better sunday finish the pga tour right yeah yep. yeah um but you know um i don't know what i don't know what live golf's um 
point is, but they definitely opened the discussion. <laughs> me, me either. They definitely, they definitely <laughs> opened the discussion uh, yeah. or, or, or are starting to shake things up about the way the PGA Tour, you know, conducts itself. And if the mission is disruption, mission, mission accomplished, accomplished. Yep. mission accomplished, you know, yep. uh, uh, big time. Um, so uh, we'll start with round table. We'll go with Vern first. Did you watch any of the RBC? Did you watch any of the live? I did watch some of the live. Vern, uh, Glenn was on a text that, Hey, you guys watching this? And I put it on while I was working, um, you know, from the website mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and watch some of it. I mean, it was just golf. I mean, it was, I didn't feel like I was watching anything different than a, a, a normal golf tournament, by the way, which is, I think a win for them for live. Um, I don't know, Vern, go right at your, your, your thoughts from the week. Uh, RBC, yeah, so, live, all things PGA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So didn't see any of the live. Didn't see any of the RBC. <laughs> you know what? That's, forgive the pun, but that's par for the That's standard. For you, right. That's standard for, for, for me. You, for the there, are, part, yeah. there are a handful of tournaments during the year I care about. I feel like um, I don't, you know, the three of us probably can't speak for the entire uh, golf watching community, but I feel like we definitely speak for a subset of guys who like golf, who play a lot of golf, and who, who do lock in and tune in for some professional tournaments, for some mm-hmm. of the tournaments. There's a subset of them that we care about. Obviously, the majors, you got Memorial. I'm sorry, what's up? You're the Brooks Kepka of golf viewing. You know, you don't, want, you don't like That's the right. small tournaments. Only majors. You want to watch the majors and the big ones. I feel like our buddy yeah. Aaron said the same thing. Like, he doesn't yes. really watch a whole lot of it. I think that, I think he had mentioned it. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody. Well, something like waste management. There's like yeah. there's, there's sort of like these mile marker events where it's like that, mm-hmm. the Memorial, the PGA, the uh, sorry, the players. Mm-hmm. That's not really – I mean, it's a big tournament, but not really. Maybe the fifth major, whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. the tournaments that the players themselves get up for, those mm-hmm. are the ones that I kind of – and then like your regular tour stops, your farmers, your RBC, mm-hmm. you know, all whatever you know it's wild like the I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but to be a to have a, a pga tournament and they'd be like hey we just lined you up after a major it's like dang man because you know nobody yeah. nobody's watching yeah. that most and half the players ain't coming mm-hmm. yeah exactly half the players ain't coming oh, you're gonna have jibs mcclanahan in the field who nobody knows so um well you may not have them anymore because some of those guys are going to live yeah. so so uh, to your point, we, we had a we had a detailed like I mean we're kind of just going over the text chain here on the podcast, but we were just going back and forth about you know what's living and I do blah, blah blah. My general position is what you said earlier, Claude. It's basically just that. Um, what is I started thinking about? It, I was like, what is they have, what have they actually accomplished? They've paid like a lot of money, close to half a billion dollars, mm-hmm. um, I guess, to put on some golf tournaments that. You know, unless you're going to have mm-hmm. like sparklers and strippers out there, shout out to OB. <laughs> uh, it's still just golf on TV. And yeah. like, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to be as up for the Dubai shootout as I am for the RBC Heritage. The, the, one, the one thing I kept harping on in the text was I was like, look, um, they, they've definitely disrupted things and the PGA does need to clean house. I, I want to be clear, I'm not a PGA apologist and I'm also not going after guys that are going after the money with one exception, one asterisk, which I'll get to in a second. Um, <laughs> I don't like get your, get your bread. DJ like DJ's like, Hey, I want to play this golf and get money. Like I feel like guys like him, maybe Roms of the world. I mean, you obviously want them playing on a PGA, but mm-hmm. uh, even somebody like DJ, I actually believe that it's like, I legit don't care about. But see, and I wish mm-hmm. more people would be honest like that. Like, like yes. Phil Mickelson is the most disingenuous. I mean, what do you do? Well, I don't want to say mm-hmm. but he's not sincere. Like, right. Ian, Ian and Lee Westwood, too. Uh, yeah, and, oh, yeah, Lee just, Westwood, Graham McDowell. To it. It's like, guys, come on. Like, just, just cop to honestly it. Honestly, say, and maybe, maybe Graham eventually got to it. I think he mm-hmm. did, but just saying, I'm, I'm, it's a business. I'm but, not no, trying to get this. That's started. exactly what he, he said. Last that he was there week. to help sports watch, basically. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'll be yeah, quick. Uh, yeah, no, but Graham yeah. McDowell said that in a press conference. He said those exact words because I thought it was Tony Soprano when he said it. Mm-hmm. Because he was, they would ask him questions about the money and stuff. He's going around and around. Yeah, he said. He said, "Let's be honest. We're mm-hmm. we're we're in this. We're a business. We're in this. To make money. 
right? Yeah. I mean, so yeah. yeah, go get your money, man. It yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Go, go get your money. With again, I'll get to that exception in a second. But basically, my point is, I don't. I, I probably will not watch to live. You know why? Because there, so there's there's two parts to this when you talk. And this goes for any sport, right? This goes back to the conversation we had about the Super League. Sport is both entertainment and and the there's the entertainment side of it, and there's there's the sports side of it. Mm-hmm. For the sports side of it, live has nothing. You have no history. You have mm-hmm. a couple of big names and a bunch of I'm gonna, no, a bunch of bums. I can't. I mean, I'm a, obviously I'm a trash golfer, but no, relative to yeah. other PGA, yeah. oh, Harold Varner's here. Yeah. Psst, get out of here. Like, so let me get to the Astros I was talking about. Like, for listen, if you're in the you know ranked 1400th in the world or 300th in the world, or you're barely cracking the tournaments over here on the PGA, and then you like don't go over there with a bunch of fanfare. Just acknowledge that like, hey, I'm gonna get paid here more here for like one you know, 15th place finish than I would, mm-hmm. than I would ever earn on my attack career in the PGA because it's hard and I'm not as good as the guys on that. that I just say I that. I feel like, wasn't there one guy that made like $4.7 million last weekend? Charles, Charles, Charles Swartz. Yeah. Like, made his career mm-hmm. earnings. I want to say, or mm-hmm. something close to it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And to be fair, and Charles is a major winner. So mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. uh, got a master's. He got a master's. So, yeah. yeah. Martin Keimer too, former number one in the world. Some of these guys are shoot, you know, maybe they, you know, golf is tough. They fall off. But for some of the, <laughs> some of the bottom guys, I would feel the, the sports side of me says, I look at them I, you know, and I hate to do the, the sports hot take read, but you do kind of the KD thing where it's like, oh, he couldn't couldn't hack it, huh? Couldn't hack it. I, yeah, and, yeah. and again, it's a money decision, but mm-hmm. I, I firmly believe that if I, I do wonder, like, if I were talking to somebody like HB3 or one of these guys who's no, like, even even Graham, Graham's got the one major. It's like, hey, what if I told you I would give you, you know, instead of you being on live, I'll trade you and you can get Rory's career. On the PGA Tour, oh, you think that was okay. like another? Yeah. I, they say it's a business LB, but there mm-hmm. there was some pride at one point, and some of these golfers, right. some of these guys do care. DJ legit doesn't care. I feel like Brooks. DJ is probably, legit. Does. I, I mean, feel like even Brooks is post, probably closer to DJ. The even which you even, even though, in one of his post round uh, yeah. things, DJ said, "Listen, this is the reason I even came here was to play less golf. Like, yes. was, yeah. was to not have so many yeah. turns. No, but some of these guys are tryhards. Like mm-hmm. Ian Poulter was a try, and oh, I like yeah, and, and sure. I liked Ian, but it, but mm-hmm. I I I think he probably wanted maybe the career. Some of these other guys, and so you, I guess you realize you're not going to get it. And you're just going to go get the money. So, so be it. Go, mm-hmm, go yeah. get your bread. But I, I'm like you, like in the press conference, just cop to that. I feel like the reporters would probably you, you would kind of disarm them a little bit if you just sure. took all of that out. It's like, yeah, hey, listen, there's a line for everybody with blood money and all this other stuff. And I just took it, and I don't care. And this is what it is. Well, now, now you know, you know, they're mm-hmm. not looking for a quote for you anymore because you right. just gave right. it to them. As mm-hmm. opposed to like you yeah. said, Phil up here, who listen, Phil. Somebody help! But he looks like he's having <laughs> some a time. PR people. Need some time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and what well, was funny because he just because his and, and, and I'm sorry because with the LB, but I mean this is kind of no, just LB, the yeah. way we're yeah. all mashing it up. You know, I'm sorry, but but you know, we'll get right back to you. But you you mentioned him. I can't I can't remember a time where he looked more just not in control of the mm-hmm. room at a press conference. Yes. Yes. I mean, because usually he's in there, he's, he's at smiling, ease. Yes. he's at ease. He looked he looked. Afraid, like, like, like hostile witness. Cra- yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> he looked like he was being interrogated, yeah. and and then and then also like like the whole beard thing he's doing, and the, like it, it just made him look mm-hmm. like he was in a, you know a, a detention camp or something, you know, where they where they were just you know giving questioning him, and, and he was a hostage. Yeah, it's like a guy in Miami trying to sell you insurance in an alley. Like right. like what <laughs> what do you need? Like man, I just need all the money up front right, right. now. <laughs> right, 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 right. And that's, that's exactly what he looked like. And and. and and, they, and there were weird things like he kept getting irritated because people were asking him like two questions at a time, like would say like they would say, 
hey, how was your first start with the live? And do you think you could go? He's like, well, I don't really like answering questions when you back them, you know, do back to back like that. Yeah. And then like every single person was asking him because that's <laughs> the way people talk. Because I want to get these two in and get out of the mm-hmm. way. And yeah, they're related right. questions. So you can answer them that way. But he kept doing this weird thing. He's like, well, uh, again, two questions. Well, 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 again, there's two questions. <laughs> and then Christine Brennan was going was talking about a letter that a, that a 9-11 fam- victim family had sent to him. And he said, and they were saying this. And he says, he says, yeah, I'm familiar with the letter I read. Is there a question? And it's like, whoa, what? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, there was this hostility. There was this, and he's usually like just not like not like that. And then no. and then it was funny because then one reporter asked him about the beard. Like, what's up with the beard? And when do you imagine cutting it? And then the lady who was kind of ho- kind of moderating the whole thing says, "Well, that's just two questions, even about the beard." And, and, and everyone <laughs> laughed, but it was funny because it made it funny. Like, why are yeah. you why are you going uh, on and on with these two questions? It was just, I know, it was just odd. Go ahead, Ver. It was odd. No, but that's it. That's that's really it. like I don't think the the here's my point. You just bought you you spent half a million dollars uh, to host like some regular golf tournaments. That again, I feel like unless you're a hardcore fan who's like tuning in for. Uh, the you know um, what is it the, the Harbor Town or uh, mm-hmm. like all these different tournaments mm-hmm. it's like I feel like those guys are few and far in between. So who you know two I don't think this is gonna go two to three years of this where it's just like hey what are we what are we paying for because you need an event uh, that draws. This is what I kept saying in the text. I was like they, unless you have an event something with some history or or yeah. something new that you can put on that entices people. At the end of the day, we're just watching rich guys play golf. This is the sport. <laughs> when I talk about the sport part of it, mm-hmm. we're seeing that this week. At at uh, at Brookline with the U.S. Open, I just spent I spent maybe thirty I watched thirty five minutes of YouTube content today uh, between the USGA and then I think uh, EAL uh, like uh, the uh, Eric Anders Lang Random Golf Club. He went to Brookline to do the Break Ninety series. This is thirty minutes of content just on the uh, just on the U.S. Open. Of course, yes, that yes, that's an event that has history, that has merit. You know what I'm saying? That has some some sporting equipment into it. And for the entertainment part. I mean, I guess drafts and the these trash. I mean, you, you we can talk about it. There'll be these corny team names. I, like, what do we? What do you do? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's, golf is, yeah, golf that's, is, that's, yeah, that's, right. that's why yeah. golf is. Yeah. You don't need to. That's that's good. I think that's going to turn hardcore fans off too. Where it's like, all right, guys. Like, yeah, what, no, what, for sure. Happening? Yeah, and I, so I, get, I think I get your point. Your point is is that they have to like they they're not giving you anything other than your run of the mill PGA Tour event that you're going to watch because the yeah. team stuff. I don't think the team stuff's a, a draw at all. You know what no. I mean? And like no. the, the names and the points mm-hmm. and how they went. Who cares no. about that? But it's like you tune in and it's just like, oh, I mean, I'm watching the RBC Heritage. I mean, the RBC, you know, Canadian Open. Okay, I mean, it's like like cool. the boat. They could, yeah, it could be either either or. There's no there's there's no like staple event. This novelty right now, and that, yeah. this and like, you're gonna have eyeballs now for novelty. This is why I say like, come talk to me about the move tour in eight months when they are yeah. at the Dubai yeah. shootout number eight, and it's like, and I'm asking somebody <laughs> about it, and they're like, oh yeah, I stopped watching that already. We got yeah. the you know the uh, the the open championship coming up. In July Essentially, what could happen with it is it's more it's more it sparks <laughs> more interest of players who are fine with playing it to get money rather than. Which people who fun. actually want to watch them mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. LB, go right ahead. So PGA Tour, RBC, Live. Yeah. <clears throat> so because I was actually at the LPGA shop, right, I didn't see any of the tournament mm-hmm. until I was at dinner on the way home from the LPGA uh, event in New Jersey. And it was just in a restaurant. So I saw very little of it. Um, as far as the Live stuff, I did see uh, there was today on the U.S. Open coverage, they interviewed Ron. And of course, this live stuff came up again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really liked his answer because yes. what he said was, he says, you know, I could quit, I could quit the PGA right now and the money that I've made and I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So 
the money. Yeah, because then mo- you say something like four hundred million dollars isn't going to change my life. I'm like, well, that's mm-hmm. a great statement. I right. wish I was I, in yeah, that I, position. Yeah, four hundred million dollars is going to change my lifestyle. Well, and I, like, and I thought, to, and I thought to myself, <laughs> I think you're going a little bit too far with that one. But I get you. I know what the point you're trying yeah, to I make. Yes, <laughs> right. You a might have verbally, but I understand what you're right. About. You might have fifty, sixty million. Mm-hmm. Four hundred million. That's a that's that's in the whole another stratosphere. But okay, yeah, yeah. okay. But I, but I, I get your point. Yeah, right, right, right. So the the money aspect for him was not a draw, um, and he's called himself you know somewhat a student of the game of the history of the game and how playing these particular courses they mean something. Hmm. They're not like just saying, a yeah. course like where, wherever they play in London. I have no idea of the course's name. I don't hmm. even know the course that they're going to play because right. they because they have no. <laughs> They have no, they have no history. I think the next one is some place in Portland. I had have no clue. Right, have exactly. No clue. I know cool the story. LPGA plays a, play a course in Portland, but that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know the name of that course. But yeah. the, but the, but his point was these tournaments that you play in the PGA have history. They have meaning. Mm-hmm. So even if you right, so let's say you win and you make the one point eight million dollars to win that tournament, your name is going to be remembered for winning at that course. Because mm-hmm. that course has history. That course means something to people who play golf. In the live tour, you're gonna, yeah, you might win. What's his name? Schwartz who won four million dollars. Nobody knows the name of the course he plays at because it does it has no history and nobody cares. You just made a great point, OB. You know what they'll remember? They'll remember that you know what you do remember? You remember the dollar amount. That's what you're gonna remember. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember yeah, the time sure. trial won four point eight? Where was it? Something. Live tour. Yeah. Who did he beat? Uh, mm-hmm. Man, Harold Garner. Whoever was with the field. Right. <laughs> I keep picking on HV three. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I really, I like, I like. It, it made sense to me from his perspective, and I, mm-hmm. I dig that. I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. cool with that. Yeah. Uh, but again, if somebody offered me one hundred twenty thousand dollars to come in last place. Sign me up right now. You know? <laughs> so. It's a business decision. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a business decision. It's, 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 yeah. a, it's a business decision. decision. So, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, well, that's it, a, again, I didn't see much of it, so that's all I can. Uh, did you see Brooks Kepka like asking reporters to please stop asking him about it? He's like, stop asking me about this. He's like, mm-hmm. that was I last week. That. I want to focus on the U.S. Open, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he was, you know, typical Brooks being upset. And they said, well, well, um, you know, what, what about the, t-? and then someone said, well, what about the tournament last? He's like, that was last week. I'm, I want to talk about the open. I want to talk about this major. Here's where we are. And he said, but there's going to be another event in a couple of weeks. Importantly, he was like, well, let's talk about the event that's happening right now. He said, you don't yeah. drive your car, but looking in the rear view mirror, Brooks getting philosophical. <laughs> I like Kepka. I mean, because after the whole Brooks versus DeChambeau stuff, he kind of toned it down a little bit. He mm-hmm. did. But I, so I forgot how much I like aggressive Brooks and like just mean Brooks. And, just, mm-hmm. and so he, he was on full display of uh, being kind of mean. And, and <laughs> to the, uh, there, there was one more thing I did see. And I actually just saw it on Instagram a little while ago. It was uh, somebody posted that. So Spieth apparently was walking onto the green, uh, the practice area. There was Kevin Na and some other player whose name I can't recall. I apologize. And Speed spoke to the guy who had played at the RBC last week. Mm-hmm. And Speed said, hey, man, I saw you last you know, this week. Uh, you played pretty good. Something, 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 something. You, you know, made some small talk with him. Mm-hmm. Completely walked past Na. Kevin didn't, Na. Didn't, didn't acknowledge him. Didn't look his <laughs> way. Completely like he was invisible. Walked right past him. Mm-hmm. So that speaks to the division that's happening now between the PGA players and the live players. And I don't know if it's all of them. It could be because nah. People don't like Kevin Nah. They he might, I mean, he might have a reputation anyway yeah. mm-hmm. that he's yeah. not he's not really beloved by the, the, the other players. But but it, it spoke to me at least that, yep, at some point you will have a division 
between because even Rom, they asked Rom about Sergio going to the uh, tournament, and he said, you know, I had nothing to do with that personal decision. You know, I, who am I to judge him for why why he did it? Yada yada yada. Yeah. So, I, but I, I wonder if, there, if there's going to be some kind of division mm-hmm. between the players, especially when they keep coming back and forth between the two the two leagues um, to play. Yeah. Well, and then don't think some of the players who are staying on the PGA Tour are you know they're not ignorant to the amount of money some of these guys are making. Right. You know, three mm-hmm. days of golf. You know, mm-hmm. whether you you know you may finish you know six or something, and Somebody you must run and get nine hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, what are you, and then what are you doing? And the next right. thing you know, you come back to the PGA Tour with some fresh shoes on. Right. <laughs> you, pull, you, pull up, you, you pull up in a Bentley. <laughs> what I, what like, I'm looking for, I don't, for I, I don't know who's going to do it. I don't know who's going to do it. To your point about the divisions, Claude. Again, we've got because there's there's already different classes of golfers. Obviously, mm-hmm. we have like like I said, DJ. Uh, or um, I, I guess Sergio, you know, he's a major one. I mean, yeah. I, I, Charles and the other guys kind of fell off, but you know, Sergio was mm-hmm. good enough to, to mix it up. Some of those guys, it's like, all right, some of the better players on tour may see those guys as peers or at least guys contenders. Sure. The first time, like you said, somebody like you know, even Charles, like somebody who maybe is not so good wins a lot of money on the tour. And or then, what happens when Chase Kepka wins two million dollars for for finishing yeah, third, yeah. and he's got to go to and he shows up at the Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner with, with with Brooks there, and he pulls up and and so this, so this is my point. A helicopter. Exactly. <laughs> this is my Brooks point. Is, Brooks is gonna be pissed, like. I bet like he can't he can't make the tour and he's you know. <laughs> what you just said is exactly I'm waiting for somebody to say that some right. some golfer on the PJ tour is going to acknowledge it's like well you got these guys who can't make cuts I mean they're going to throw I because listen I would do it I'm projecting I couldn't be like if I did it on this like well I mean I got it it's hard out here to win so for some of those guys you know I guess your best option I guess is if you don't want to go work on Depot you know just mm-hmm. go and live tour and uh, well the thing is sell so your we, name and likeness to the Saudis but with, with uh, I, I'm pretty good I'm a good golfer so I win yeah, here yeah, on the so I can win here yeah, yeah. so whether thing with Liv is that um, um, they're only going to survive if they can get names that people want to see. You know what I mean? Like, and and right now, um, I guess they, the luxury of having some, you know, at least with golf fans, recognizable names like Charles Walter, but that's not going to carry them. They need they need people more in the DJ bubble. You need um, casuals. Like, like they, yes. they need na- names like in the DJ, and, they, and they're getting Bryson. They need names in that bubble, and I don't yes. know if they'll get enough names in that bubble to make it watchable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I you know, think, but see, I don't think there are enough names in that bubble that you talk oh, about. Okay. You talk, so basically, you're talking about the top, call, let's call it the top 15, 20 of the Most PGA that have recognizable names that the average golfer knows and those are not household names to non-golfers they right, correct correct you know what i mean so, we, could, we could send this podcast to somebody they wouldn't have a clue who justin thomas is exactly or who exactly. jordan speaks mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah yeah and so yeah. if you were to have that bubble you already have dj and you have DeShambo. if they were to mm-hmm. i mean we know roy would never go but if 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 roy was added justin thomas was added and say even um um, I won't even say Scotty Scheffler, but like uh, this Xander is three names and Jordan, oh. Jordan Spieth, just say yeah. and, and Rom, mm-hmm. Those, mm-hmm. like those four. I don't know if that. I don't even know if that's enough. It's not to you pull know attention, you, especially you know if they can play both tours. I don't think. I don't even think that's enough. No, it's not enough. It's not because what makes what makes the name. This goes back to my sport and entertainment. What makes the name ring out? In all of sport, mm-hmm. what makes the name ring out? Mm-hmm. Competition. What what mm-hmm. makes us talk about Steph Curry for two days after he puts up forty three mm-hmm. in game uh, game five or whatever? Right. The, the event, the stakes. Sports mm-hmm. is, the, is the is the emotion business. I think I, I don't know if Lev mm-hmm. said whoever says that. I'm repeating somebody. It's an emotion business, mm-hmm. and you cannot get emotion without stakes. And if you have no stakes, to your point, Claude, even if they had them all right now, you would have eyes for like maybe to the first two tournaments. And after a sure. while, people would be like, mm-hmm. "What are we watching?" 
It's right. like, yeah, it's just like six, of, six really good golfers just playing mm-hmm. golf. It's like me and Miles just watch them do match play. Forget that. Yeah. I'm going to exactly. go watch. I'm going to watch something that has stakes. This is where you you get your Zal Torres. Mm -hmm. This is where you get your Xander Mm -hmm. Shoffley when he Mm clutches, you know, somebody, uh, or even uh, our guy, uh, Cam Smith from Australia. You know, Mm -hmm. my man hits into the, uh, I can't remember the tournament. Is it to the uh, 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 homie drives it off into the uh, in the water in the water basically right. it's still clutches it's yeah exactly dessert <laughs> exactly those moments amongst golf fans that's a good way to get through that those moments amongst golf fans those make names yeah. that's where you and you and and this is the thing that the PGA has and if I can just transition really quick to before the show we were talking about Jay Monahan he's messing up he's messing. Uh, as much as as much as I don't think the live really has anything and you know it's uh, it's not going to work out for them Jay's job. Is to be quiet and sit in the back. You've mm-hmm. got you've got people working. Look, I know the PGA has money. They got tentacles everywhere. You got reporters who are who are selling your message. Mm-hmm. Players are telling you, and whether they believe it or not, or whether they're working for you or not, you got guys out there who speak it. You don't speak it. Your job, like Claude said before the show, is to go talk to the players behind the scenes and be like, "Hey, man, what do we have to do? You have marquee events. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. things that will draw mm-hmm. golf fans and people. You need to like raise the stakes on those. Yeah. Add money. Whatever you need to do. Well, because one, more one thing's for sure. One thing's for sure. The P, the PGA tour has a bigger problem on their hands than they thought. Yes, because the, yeah. the, the live the live won the first weekend because it it was disruptive. Mm-hmm. It was what everybody was talking about. You know what yep. I mean? Instead of the U.S. Another, Open coming up. With the U.S. Open coming up. Another way it won was the fact that the U.S. Open said, well, you know, we it showed that the PGA Tour isn't, you know, an indestructible organization. Right. Where right. the U.S. Open says, well, no, we're still going to let guys come and play if they qualify for the U.S. Open. And, and it seems like the other majors are going to do the same. And so and so and so they showed themselves to be super vulnerable where they tried to do a power move and a flex and it and it back and it backfired on, on, on them. And, yeah. and 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 I think I, I, one of the philosophies I live by is like it's never really too late to do the right thing, right? Or or to kind of hit the reset button. Mm-hmm. And I think that the PGA tour would do right by saying, listen, we 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 reacted in a way we probably shouldn't have. We don't want to suspend players, we don't want to, you know, we want the best for the game. We want the best for the players. And like Vern said, I think he could have all hands on deck meeting, get all the tour players together, get all the, the staff together, get people together and say, how can we make this thing better? All th- everything's on the table. Do you guys want a minimum, you know, uh, salary per year for caddies? Do you want a minimum salary for every, per- every These person? These are easy things the- to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Anyone who makes the PGA Tour as a towing pro will make yes. a baseline of this much money, and then the earnings are all on you. You got to be good to win, but here's your salary. You know what I mean? Right. Here's what your salary will be. Um, uh, 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 creative things. Do you want a shorter season? Do you want to get rid of the stupid wraparound season and just end with the FedEx Cup championship and y'all can do the Ryder Cup stuff if you, you know, if you, if you get picked and the team stuff, and we start again in February, you know, or in January in, in, in Hawaii? Like, a short, you know, do, do you want less tournaments that you have to play, you know, as far as obligation? Mm, mandatory. Like, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. What do you, like, there are things that they can do as opposed to just saying, you know, well, yeah. live, just live, live. Because we had talked about this. I mean, yeah, sure. Well, you know, they have the luxury of, of the controversial Saudi money behind it. But what happens if there was big money from somewhere else? When mm-hmm. we start a tour, what happens if the best players in the world get together and, has, and, 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 and they do, you know, some sort of, you know, four week, you know, uh, skins game on their own and say, we want to televise this. We're going to do mm-hmm. it on our own social media. And, you know, or yeah. we've got Amazon Prime is going to do it. Bezos is going to back it. Like, what are you going to suspend them? Like, you yeah. can't <laughs> you have to have a different attitude, I think, yeah. if you're the PGA Tour. And and so I, I think live one because it disrupted the thing. And I, and, and I just hope that they find a way to, you know. 
to because the only reason they even care is stuff with the European tour is because the European tour is not a big threat to them, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, all, those, yeah. all those players are trying to come to the PGA. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. 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 So, yeah, tighten up. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Yep. yep. Hey, everybody, it's Claude from Golf DMV. Shout out to our sponsor, Cache Spine Sports. Listen, you know the back's got to be right. The neck's got to be right. If you want to play your best, conveniently located right off the Capitol Beltway, New Hampshire Avenue in Silver Spring, Maryland. That's Cache Spine Sports. You can learn more at our website, golfdmv.com. Shout out uh, to John Ross. He's got a new um, uh, a student, Glenn, went to go see John Ross uh, uh, the other day. And, and Glenn said he's going to stick with him. Um, I saw John Ross the other day. Uh, he was helping me out. Gave Manny a little chipping, a um, uh, uh, quick little chipping lesson there, too. And uh, so we had a good time there. But, Lawrence, you just had a lesson. Despite not caring about golf anymore, you don't care what your score is. You're only going to be out there for fun. But you fun? had a lesson Angle, today. Angle I had to read voice. the text twice. I had to read it twice. I was like, because we were going to record earlier, and I was like, wait, he is? He's having a lesson? I started thinking, I was like, what the philosophy? But then I said, well, you know what? I'm happy. It's like, this means yes, yes, yes. something down in there. There's a, there's a golfer still waiting. Yes. Well, I'll, let's let's talk about this lesson. So right, what what happened was, um, I you know, I have... I took that month off. I took off about five weeks, I guess it was. I didn't play any golf at all. Yeah. So then I went back to the range. And, you know, as usual, you start off, everything's fine. Oh, okay. You know, I didn't, I haven't missed a step too much. It's about the same. Mm-hmm. And then something creep, crept into my swing where everything was going straight, right into the woods. <laughs> and I could not, I'm trying, you know, I'm okay. I'm starting with the grip all over again. Every, you know, I went to the basics, built it back up, and I'm still just cracking everything into the woods. Um, so that's, that's what, pr- prompted me to go figure out what was going on because I couldn't at the time I didn't think I could figure it out on my own right so I booked a lesson with uh Michael he's at the he's the PGA pro up at uh the head golf pro pro up at Whiskey Creek um I, I wanted to go somewhere different I've been going to Brendan forever yeah, yeah. and I just kind of want to talk to somebody else to see if I get a different perspective mm-hmm. or you know it's like getting a second opinion on your surgery yeah, I support it. um so I went to went to see Mike and met him up there today uh he happened to listen to the show as well so I, I wasn't once I uh he was asking me some questions at first when we were we did this via email mm-hmm. and then I, you know this when the email back to him I said hey this is LB from you know golf DMV. he's like oh Okay, yeah, come on out. <laughs> oh, sweet. sweet. Yeah, so he, he knew. Was he, he starstruck when he saw you walking to the? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> not, I don't not think exactly. So. <laughs> but, but but let's just say he's probably it disappointed. E- it was easy for him to <laughs> pick me out of the crowd. Let's just say it that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, the <black> guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, I stuck out like a <laughs> sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so and what? So and this this is the weird part for me. I, this happens all the time. You know, if you got a, you got an aching, your wrist is aching. You go to the doctor, you make an appointment, your wrist is killing you. The morning you get up to go to the doctor, your wrist feels fine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's kind of what happened today. I make the appointment. <laughs> Everything was going straight. <laughs> I get I get up there. I start warming up. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so then it did, it did come back a little bit. And then we worked on a little bit. So basically all I, what we, what we, my solution to what my problem is right now, mm-hmm. he, he, what he saw was, I and you probably, I don't know if you all paid enough attention to it. I had this hitch. I come back and then mm-hmm. I go up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I come back. You know, now, you know who talked to you about this? 
Yeah, yeah, I told him about Paul Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> Paul, I, I, Paul talked to you about that. I mentioned that to Mike, and he said, he said that name to me. I said, yeah, we spent a whole lot of money for him to tell us to look, to just swing and look like a finish like a pro. And he and he kind of said, well, yeah, because if, you, because if you do that, in order to do that, you have to do certain things correctly, correctly. to yes. get into that position. Yeah. So I'm going to listen. No, I'm going to reach out to Paul. This Please week, do. We got to get him back on the show. We do. And I'm going to tell him. You prophesied. To, I'm a man. I'm a man of religious. I was like, you prophesied to us that we was going to spend hours and spend money with you, and and you were going to tell us things that we'd leave feeling okay about it, and that we weren't going to practice it, and we were going to find all these other instructors who would tell us stuff, and we wouldn't listen to to the stuff. That, and he was 100 percent right. And yeah. and then you went to another instructor. Literally said, yeah, he's right about that. Yeah, he's, yeah basically. <laughs> so so basically, what I'm doing now instead of going all the way up to the very top. I'm stopping where, I, where my hitch is basically right. up to my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm stopping there and coming through, kind of like what John Rahm does, kind of like what yep. uh, shorter back. Uh, yep, uh, Phenol does the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's and, what John Ross told me. He said, "Stop going yeah. so far back. Stop and, right and, here." Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I started doing that, and they pretty much were going straight. I mean, I hit every once in a while, I would still get squirrely and hit one over into the woods, but mm-hmm. majority of them, seventy percent of them, were straight. And so, what's funny too about that, like even when you think you're stopping short. You're always further back than you think you are. Is what I learned yeah. from, from myself. Because mm-hmm. so John was like, go back to where you think your like your uh, your pocket is and on your on your shorts. Mm-hmm. And so I'd go that far back. He'd take a video. He said, "You're way over that. Like, look right. at it." And I'm like, <laughs> "But I thought he's like, you're not. You're not. So stop. Yeah. We stop where you think you're like right below your pocket. Is and your hands will still be up here, but that'll be better position. Mm-hmm. And you do that. And he took the video. I was like, wow, I didn't realize my hands were up here. Feel, feeling right. real, dog. Feeling real. Mm-hmm. I was watching some lesson today mm-hmm. from uh. A guy, Eric Gorno on YouTube, popular YouTube instructor, and it, it, he was he was giving a a video lesson to an actual client, and you know, obviously filming it for mm-hmm. YouTube, and the same same thing, Claude, where he, like basically the fix for this client was his <laughs> hands were too high, he wanted his hands to go deeper, further back, and mm-hmm. so after this whole long explanation about you know what to do, and blah, 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 the guy was like, all right, so Eric was like, all right, cool, he said, now listen, it's gonna feel weird, I want you to feel like your hands are just like way below your shoulders, he's like, go ahead and make a swing, and the guy was like, all right, I'm gonna do it, he does a couple practice swings, and he makes a swing or whatever, and like I. You can see Eric's reaction in his face, and I'm watching the YouTube video. It looks dead the same. He was like, I did it. He was like, yeah, let's take a look. And so they went back like an inch. He was like, okay, so we're like a quarter of the way there. Whatever. He said, how did that feel? Felt weird. He's like, yeah, you need to make, maybe you need to feel like your hands are like not even getting above your waist to your point, mm-hmm. Claude. Mm-hmm. And then eventually after he, he's able to work through it, he's like, yeah, what you think you're doing is what you're not actually doing. It's so, so I guess that's it's the so lesson. crazy. Yeah. Well, see, and that's why I, I love the fact that LB, you know, I mean, yeah, no, we, we know Brendan and we love Brendan, uh, you know, but uh, Brendan, but I, I love the fact that you went to a different structure simply because sometimes people ex- explain things in a different yeah. way. You know what right. I mean? And that's, like, what I, that's what I told Mike. I said, I said, one of two things is happening. Either he is telling me something that I can't comprehend or mm-hmm. I am too stupid to understand what he's telling me and I can't comprehend it. One of the two. <laughs> right. But, you know, and that's one of the things so that I, like I need somebody else to break it down for me. Yeah. The only person. So like, I, and I, I, mean, I keep talking about it, but Paul Wilson said things to me in a way that I understood. And I, mm-hmm. but he's in Vegas. I'm not going out there, you know, four times a year to get a lesson from him and pay him. However much money we paid out. $600. I remember. (laughs) I'm not doing that, Um, um, you know, four times a year. But if he was local, I'd stick with him. You know what I mean? But, you know, but but John Ross also, you know, explained things to me in a way. Okay, cool. I understand. I understand exactly what you mean. Because, like, one thing, and this may sound weird, that I never, I mean, I understood uh, in theory what people are telling me. And, and, and exactly what it's supposed to look like as far as releasing the club. Mm-hmm. But there was something about, and everyone said, Claude, you got to release the club later. You got to release it later. And then I would hold it. I would, now you got to let it go. It's like, 
you're saying this flip is going to be automatic and it's not like you're explaining it to me in a way that I don't understand. I don't understand like not to force the club to release because I'm flicking, let it naturally happen. If Mm -hmm. I don't try it, the club isn't moving. Like it's going to stay hinged. Like stay hinged. Right. So stop explaining it to me that. And, and, and throughout the entire lesson with Paul Wilson, he never once mentioned uh, releasing the club and same thing with John Ross. Mm -hmm. And I think he may have said it once. And then I asked the question. He's like, well, let me explain it this way. Cause he's probably like, this fool isn't going to understand what I'm talking about. Let me just, let me try to explain (laughs) it. And that's what I like. I like when an instructor can kind of say, okay, let me explain this to a person, to this person like the way that they're going to learn it mm-hmm. yeah. if they yeah, can yeah. or just say you know what? i'm not sure if we're going to be the right mix like i don't know if i can explain it to you the way you know mm-hmm. and send it to somebody else or whatever but anyway yeah so you yeah. enjoyed your lesson yes yeah it was good and we only stayed ahead I, shoot about 15 minutes in you know i'm looking at him like well there's nothing else now you want know, <laughs> you want to go you're fine with me so i fixed my, we, ended I fixed up, my we, ended up, <laughs> we ended up doing a 30 minute lesson okay and uh so he's like yeah if you need me you know where i'm at i'm like absolutely my friend so shout out to our friends the love life cafe conveniently located in laurel maryland go to the love life cafe let them know that you heard about them on golf dmv get a nice little discount there listen the love life way is quality kindness, integrity, and health. When you go, you can get a nice little coffee or maybe you want something real fancy like an espresso. They've got all that stuff, cappuccinos, they got lattes, or maybe you're just like me and if you get a coffee, you just want a regular one. So whether it's fancy, whether it's regular, you can get one of those. They've got teas, all kinds of non-coffee drinks. I actually like the pressed juices when I go there. Uh, I get the hydration station. I like the liver lover, uh, but you can also go green and get some kale, cucumber, parsley, celery, apple, lemon, ginger. They got this punch shot too. It's just, it's a little small little bottle and man, that thing will wake you up and burn your chest. All kind of pastries and toast too. You can gather with your friends because it is a complete vibe inside the Love Life Cafe. Sit down have a drink eat some pastries and have a good conversation or bring your laptop do some work there you know if you're working remote you want to hang out at the cafe switch up uh the scene a little bit your uh, atmosphere and environment want to infuse some love into your work by the way when you purchase something give them the code love golf the code is love golf and you get a discount my friend adriana she goes there and when she pays for her stuff she gives them the code love golf and she sends me a picture of the receipt just to show that she got her discount again that's the love life cafe the website the lovelifecafe.com conveniently located in laurel maryland when you go there let them know you heard about them on golf dmv shout out to the msga the maryland state golf association uh, i forgot to bring this up before we before we started the show we have uh, golf dmv finally finally i can announce on the show at least our friends already know we have a golf club we have a Type 2 golf club. It's official with the MSGA. We can we can issue handicaps. I'm on the handicap committee. I had to take a test two times, and it was a whole situation. But Really? But yeah, yeah. yeah it's, all, yeah, it's a whole thing. And we paid some money, obviously. We, you know, you know uh, $50 and, you know, 250 bucks or whatever. So, but shout out to the MSGA. All this time, there's a, uh, there's a site, there's a quick story, there's a site called myscorecard.com. Uh, you can post your scores there. And I guess years, up until like 2021 or something, they were authorized to create, you could create officially licensed golf clubs through them. So you pay them a fee, you get the people to join, they pay like $2 a year, whatever it is. And you submit some paperwork, blah, blah, blah. They act as a middleman for you and they would set you up. And I didn't know anything about this until like when I joined, I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, and then I guess the USGA stopped that for whatever reason. In 2021, they stopped authorizing these these third-party people to allow, to be able to set up clubs on your, on your behalf. And so I'd been wanting to set up a golf DMV 
golf club for any of our listeners in the area who want to come out with a hit with us. Anybody who's not a member of a traditional golf club, you want to get an official USG handicap, or you just want to keep track of your stats and have a, have a you know, be able to say, hey, you know, I'm actually a plus 25, I mean, a 25 handicap, <laughs> if that means something to you. I wanted to be able to offer that to the, to the, to the listeners, to anybody who's mm-hmm. listening. So when the third parties stopped, I'm like trying to, I'm like asking them, I'm like, do you think we can do, blah, blah, blah. So finally, I'd been resisting going to the MSGA because I thought as a state, you know, I've read tape, it's going to take forever. No, stupid on my part. I emailed them because there's like an email. He's like, email the application and we'll, we'll let you know. So I emailed the application and tell them what I want to do. Mm-hmm. The next day they said, sure, yeah, we'll do it. We'll approve you. I was they like, got oh, back okay. to you faster than the KPMG that, people are getting back to us with our yes, media credentials. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, 100%. <laughs> they got back to me the next day. They said, sure, send me 50 bucks and we'll get it. I said, like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I sent them 50 bucks. It was like, bet. Take this uh, handicap quiz and you know, once you get through all the training or whatever, we'll, uh, we'll, see, we'll see the results when it's finished and you'll be good to go. And I said, okay. So I did it late. On a Thursday, like like almost at like four o'clock or whatever, finished and sent the email. And uh, uh, our guy James, shout out to James. Our guy James was still there working late and approved me the same day. Approved, said, "Cool, your club is officially live. I'm going on vacation Friday. So, you know, <laughs> I've already approved everything. As long as you, you need to make sure you have ten members." I said, "I do." He said, "Bet." Add mm-hmm. him in there. Here's how you do it. You already have a handicap number. See you when I see you. Just like in two days. In two well, days. Nice. Okay. I have two golf club created. So for anybody who's listening who cares or wants a handicap, please just reach out to us via email. Uh, the only thing, the only requirement is that you come out and play with us one time. Because listen, I'm trying to keep it 100 percent. I can't yeah. have. We don't want somebody saying there, you know, there's a, a single digit handicap. But every Rick. time we play with you, yeah. you're struggling to break 100. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's different. It's different when you got to put everything out. It's different when you got to put everything yeah. out. Our buddy, our buddy Definitely. boss yeah. golf, real quick, told us we were chatting this weekend, and he said, "Yeah, man." He said, "You know, he's a 10. He said, I play fives and sixes all the time. When I when I do stroke play, and we got to finish every hole." He said, I beat a lot of them. So he's catching his cap. All these gimmies. Exactly. So shout out to MSGA for being efficient and helping us get our golf club created. Mm-hmm. Our golf DMV golf club, we're 100% official now. We're good to go. Yeah, because cool. we, we know someone who's been notorious for always shooting low 80s, but mm-hmm. never around us. Yeah, us. Always exactly. somehow on family Strange. vacation. Uh-huh. Yep. Never around us. It's always high 90s, hundreds. All right. So anyway, <laughs> um, LB, uh, ShopRite. Uh, ShopRite. Uh, yeah, that's the last thing we've got tonight and then yep okay well a couple shout outs for the shop right uh first uh, my co-worker Lori wolf who's uh, actually listened to the show as well she lost her father so you know oh, our condolences to her and her sure. family uh second shout out goes to uh jeremy friedman he is the uh media director for the lpga and they do no, i'll take that back not for the lpga but for the lpga shop right classic mm-hmm. at the pelican bay and i think three other tournaments which i can't name at the moment, but he is their media director. And I want to shout him out for being, for taking care of the media. He really goes Mm -hmm. above and beyond to make sure the media that are there at the site have everything they need. He feeds us. He's always doing the extra, going the extra mile for us. So I, I appreciate it. And provides um, with tons of content because I'm on those absolutely. emails and it's like every day, Jeremy's sending out three email information. Yeah. Here. Here's the mm-hmm. latest T sheet. Hey, here's some interviews. Here's a link to this. Here's a, you know, just everything. Yep. Yeah, yep. Jeremy's yep. a man. Yeah, him, him and his crew, they, they do a really good job. I really enjoyed them at the Pelican Bay in Florida last year. I'm hoping to get back uh, this year to see them there as well. Um, okay. Some of the things, just I'm going to highlight some of the things that happened to me on the way, some side <laughs> stories, and then we'll actually get to the golf. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go, this is how I wrote it down. On the way back from the, uh, going down 95, I was in, I just got into Maryland, maybe about 20 minutes. There was a semi-truck on fire oh. driving, going northbound, <laughs> and he didn't know he was on fire yet. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, you know, all the cars on the, on the southbound, like slowing down, going like, hey, 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 you on fire. <laughs> He's like, I know, I know. I got somebody to be. I'm almost there. Right. We I assume mean, but, he didn't know. Right? Well, because, I mean, fire is, you can see, I mean, it's blowing out of the, out of the lower part of the inch, so he may not have seen it. Um, but then, like, a couple minutes later, uh, state troopers were going northbound behind them. So I'm assuming somebody finally caught up or right. mm-hmm. something happened. But they, I looked on the news and I never did see anything on the news. So apparently everybody was okay because it didn't make the news. Um, but yeah, his truck was, the engine was on fire for real. Um, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's me. It is what I did. So I was standing on the 18th green. This is uh-huh. right before, uh, this is right before they mm-hmm. went to the playoff. I was waiting for the last group to finish. And for the playoff to start, because they did they, the first playoff hole was going to be on 18. So I got positioned up on the green to so I could, you know, uh, get pictures and stuff. So I'm standing there between like two security guards. They're standing right in front of me. I'm behind them. And behind me are two like camera guys. And they're talking about they 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 were pissed that it's going to extra holes because they wanted to finish and leave. They were ready to get out of there. Yeah, they mm-hmm. wanted to go home. They, yeah. you know, they were working all day. Man, and no, I, yeah, I, let me tell you, yeah. for a lot of people who are working events like that, that is that's what happens. You know, when I was doing um, producing Washington Wizards radio broadcasts, mm-hmm. nothing would make me more upset overtime. than an overtime, overtime game. <laughs> and when I'm doing when I was doing the Washington football team with commanders or whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. games, nothing would make me more upset than, than than an overtime game or a game that's close at the end and all these timeouts and they're trying right, to extend right, the game. Especially in basketball, like, oh, come on. <laughs> or then or when I was GW basketball. I mean, it's like. I mean, it's GW and Fordham. And I'm like, what are you just, just call honestly, it. just somebody win. So we, I mean, we're not talking about Duke Carolina. This is, you know, GW. And I love GW. I love all the local teams, but the GW Fordham, I like doing the games, but it's like at some point it's like, it's been three and a half hours guys. And you're fighting for seven and eight in the a 10. So let's stop with this in the, in the game. Flip a coin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, flip a coin. Honestly. Anyway. All right. So this is kind of, well, this is what so I'm standing there between these two groups of guys and I had, I took my smoothie with me, which I, I took a smoothie with me because I drink one every day mm-hmm. and it, I hadn't been able to relieve myself. So I had oh. some gas build up oh, no. and I let go of silent, but deadly, right? Standing <laughs> right there between those guys. Mm-hmm. So the two guys in front of me were talking, then they kind of stopped and look back towards me. I looked at them, and then I looked back at the guys behind me. <laughs> and I and I kind of kind of like nodded back. I think it was the guy back there. <laughs> it made me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> okay, second thing, another thing that happened. When the tournament was finally over, um, and the, everybody, you know, they were giving her, the, they were getting ready for the trophy presentation, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And everybody was milling, everybody was on the green, congratulating her, and all that stuff. So I was trying to get off of the green. But at this point, because there were so many people there, the normal way we were that we would get off the green was blocked because there's just so right. many people. The only way to get out now was to go down behind the green through the where they where they sign autographs at. Okay. So that's the way I was walking through. So when I'm walking through, you know, all the kids, the people in line, the people lined up to get autographs. So I'm walking through and I just say, hey, I'm sorry, no autographs right now. I'm really busy, but I plan <laughs> to come back in about 15 minutes to sign all your autographs for you <laughs> as I'm walking past. And some lady yells out, and we really wanted your autograph too. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's she good. gets your humor. She gets it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, was, she was part of the Playing along. Thing. I like yeah, it. I did. like it. Uh, and final thing. So uh, on still on the 18th green, when I was walking into the 18th green, some guy in the stand yells out, hey, go off DMV, um, oh. which, which was pretty cool. I, mm-hmm. I just turned around, hey, how you doing? And, and kept moving because I 
didn't really see who it was. Mm-hmm. But if uh, if he listened to the show, I I would um, thank you and uh, shoot us an email. I like to uh, shout you out by name. Yeah. Okay. Now to the golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took like 300 pictures. I'm going to be posting tonight and the rest of the week. Um, <laughs> I was taking pictures everywhere. I would, And I actually saw the entire course this time. Last time I went, I only saw like five holes because I just didn't feel like walking. Yeah. This time, because I did go for two days, I actually saw the entire course. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the day I followed, um, uh, uh, shoot, Nasa Hataka, mm-hmm. uh, Brittany Litzcomb, mm-hmm. and Lindsay Weaver Wright, who was winning the playoff. I followed them most of the time because the way, just the way it was where they were in the field, I could catch them. I could catch Lydia Cole, which was the next group behind them. And I didn't see much of, I didn't see Brooke Henderson really until the playoff because she was up ahead. So I I didn't catch her on, on uh, Sunday, but on Saturday I did see Georgia Oboe. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. I got the. I found her on like hole twelve, and I followed her about five holes or so. Um, she's got game. She really does. And obviously, the picture, she definitely got style too. Nice. You could easily spy her on the course for sure. <laughs> um, she's got to tighten up some stuff, and I think she. I think she'll. She'll. She'll Makes be noise. okay. Yeah. Um, All right. She even. Even to get into the field, she had to win a, a Monday qualifier mm-hmm. to get into the field. So she. She won. I, I don't know where it was, but whatever. She, obviously, she won right. to get it into the field. I did see. Um, Mariah Stackhouse, I caught her on the on the on Saturday as well. Uh, she didn't make the cut. She had a she she really had a bad day. Um, okay, because even her score, I don't know what happened, but she I saw her finish her round, mm-hmm. but somehow she, in the scoring she got disqualified. So I don't know what happened on oh. on on Saturday to 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 cause that. But she was at the time when I was watching, she was like eleven over then. So I, I don't. You know, again, I don't know what happened to her round. Um, <clears throat> Brittany Litzcomb, seven months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Really, seven mm-hmm. months pregnant, and she fin- she ended up finished. Uh, I'm looking now. I just had her. She finished tied for sixth. At one point on round hole number twelve or thirteen or so, she was tied for the lead at minus ten. Um, yeah, she yeah. um she goes back and forth too, playing and and doing television stuff. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And she was on, I think, yeah, she was on um, Lisa Cornwell's um, podcast, Like It Is, and was talking about, you know, second kid on the way, still working, still playing, and, you know, and just stuff like that with the LP. That's a yeah, seven yeah. months break. If seven I don't get a snack break, on the ninth hole, I have nothing <laughs> on the back. He's carrying around another human being. Right. Exactly. Right. Also hungry. right. That's feeding off of you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, shout out to her, man. She was playing really well, too. She had a couple uh, bogeys there toward the end that, that derailed her. Say with uh, Nasa Hataka, she was, she was tied as well. And she had a couple of bad breaks on uh, on 18th. She hit it into the into the uh, the tall grass, and it was a whole bunch of stuff going on trying to find her ball and all that. Was she um, the player who won one of the majors or one of the tournaments? And and we just had a really good time with her because like there was a photograph of her in like the pro shop, like just kind of dragging the trophy around. Not, that's like looking no. at like, that, like that's not a, her. That was. Okay. Uh, I know you're talking about, but that wasn't her. I can't yeah. remember who yeah. that was, but I, I, for I can, some reason I was thinking about her the other day. I was just in the pro shop like she just won shop credit. Right. Oh, and here's the trophy <laughs> that she's just dragging around. <laughs> it's just so funny. But yeah, it was it was a really good um the the, the video that I posted of uh, Lindsay uh Weaver Wright on 18. She had to bird, she birdied the last two holes to get into the playoff. That um so I was standing right behind her on the green when she sunk that putt on 18 to force the playoff. 
Um, and obviously, I, from the pictures you can see that I posted of uh, Brooke Henderson, I was on the behind the green taking those photos. Uh, I'm just glad I was there. It was such it was just such a thrill to be there mm-hmm. to watch all that unfold. Um, even the one shot I think I took. You can, if you pay attention, if you look at it close enough, you can see the ball in the air. She had just cracked the ball, and then wow. the picture, the picture that I have after that is where it landed. I mean, she probably had a six footer for eagle mm. um, in in the playoff. And on top of that, um, so it was uh, honestly, I had, I really had a really good time. Uh, people, all the people there were cool. I, you know, I, again, Jeremy with access and feed inside a really good prime rib sandwich for lunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Was that you, Casasso? Yeah, you could say something. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 of her career. Uh, and she's only been on the tour, I think, seven years now. She's already got 11 wins. She started out on yeah. fire. Like, when she first got there. Right. Uh, I think she won a major boom, her first boom, year. Boom, yeah. Yeah. So I think boom. she won. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at it. She won the, uh, well, t- yeah, this first year she won the Portland Classic. We were just mm-hmm. talking about Portland. Her um, sister caddies for her. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah, and at one great. point, I think her sister was trying mm-hmm. to get on, on tour. And it's like, you know what? I'm making pretty good money caddying for a winner here. So I don't yeah. just. Yeah. 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 yeah her you sister was on the uh, Symmetra tour, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Yeah. But she 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 is. Uh, uh, I mean, the shots that she was hitting. I mean, those. Those. Because it was at one point. This is another story. So I'm standing. I was watching uh, uh, Mariah Stackhouse. This is coming up like hole number nine because they started on. They started backwards or whatever on 10. And uh, so it was her last hole of the day, and she they were all the all the ladies were waiting for the green to clear. It was a par five, mm-hmm. so they could hit. And a couple of patrons, a couple of guys, obviously had been drinking a little bit, were talking to Mariah's caddy. And he's like, "What are they waiting on? What are they waiting on? Why don't they just go ahead and hit? They can't reach that." And the guy looked at them like they were crazy. So of course they can hit it. I mean, these are yeah. professionals, man. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we also have had someone say equally ridiculous things about the length of yes. those lady golfers on this yeah, show. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it was. Of course, um, they can hit me. Come of on, course, yeah, exactly. And see, and when anyway, we wait in the middle of the fairway, mm-hmm. so, whether we can or not, sometimes we still don't. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, right. that's a fair question. Why is Claw waiting when he's two hundred and forty <laughs> yards away? He's he can't hit his, right. can his driver that far. Let alone three But when when Mariah Stackhouse and Brooks Hend- Brooke Henderson is it like. Yes, they yeah, can. They can. Like, I know you can't, and you right. think that they can't because they're dainty little girls. Yeah. Right. They can. They yeah. can. So stop they, it with they're it. professionals. They're professionals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm yeah. To remember which golfer? It was one of the ladies on tour on Twitter. Somebody had said something about they love because she had said something about watching the LPGA tour because she wasn't playing that weekend. And then someone said like, "Yeah, I like to watch you guys too because it, like it's more relatable to my game." And she said, "Well, what exactly part of your game is relatable to my game?" And the other mm-hmm. ladies on tour <laughs> like, "Show me, like, show me right, what actually right. is." Yeah. Relatable. How, many, how many professional tournaments have you won? <laughs> oh, no. when we get this from you know right. like, so really know, like yeah. you should really watch the lpj because their game is more like yours mm. and, then I, and you know, at first starting golf i listened to like oh yeah maybe i should and then it's like i'm watching them play no. and i'm believing that then after years i'm like no my game's nothing like no, theirs. Exactly. like what are you exactly. talking about 
Stop. Yeah, the guy standing next to me on 18, he was a taking a photographer as well, was taking photos. And when she hit that shot from the fairway on, for that eagle, right. he he was like, look at that. Can you believe that? I'm like, dude, <laughs> I said, they could give me 100 balls and a, and a million dollars. I could never make, I could never execute that shot. I mean, it was just, it was a, Sounds thing, like a, live a thing of beauty. <laughs> Somebody should do that. Yeah, they got all this money they're burning. Just put up $100 million so can get to the fairway and give me an eagle. Oh, look at that. So much money, I don't care. Here you go. Right. <laughs> all right, y'all. We getting out of here. It's Golf DMV. Uh, we'll come back next week with, uh, with uh, what, what else? More golf talk. U.S. That's Open recap. U.S. U.S. Open recap. Shout out Brooklyn. Brookline, yeah. Massachusetts. Yeah. Let's get it, PJ. They, they, they flowers. We got the US Open coming up. I'll yeah. give you, I don't have any scandalous bets for you, but I'll put them on Instagram. Go to, go to our IG and check us out. <laughs> Golf DMV Podcast. There we go. All right, y'all. We out. Golf DMV is sponsored in part by Reveal Wealth. Let the professionals at Reveal Wealth assist you on your financial journey from individual financial planning, family financial planning, business planning, insurance planning, and more. Reveal Wealth's holistic approach gives you the freedom to take control of your financial security. No matter your age or stage in life, let the professionals at Reveal Wealth assist you. They are ready on standby. Contact them now for a free initial consultation. Go to WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com or call 410-928-8081. That's 410-928-8081. Take control of your financial security by allowing Reveal Wealth to serve you. WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com or call 410-928-8081. That's 410-928-8081. And tell them you heard about them on Golf DMV.